Welcome to Just Dads Reading Books, a podcast about judging your kids for what they read. This is produced by Matt Martins and EJ Sanders. Music by Russian Baths. It's me and my friend EJ, and we're gonna read books, and we're gonna have fun, and we're gonna look at pictures that look like beautiful art. And we're gonna, and we're gonna, and we're gonna, and we're gonna, and we're gonna. <laughs> hey, Hello. Hey, what's up? Hey, it's, uh, it's, it's me. It's Matt Martins, and I'm with my friend EJ Sanders. Yeah, it's me. I'm EJ Sanders, and I'm with my friend Matt Martins, and we're just dads <laughs> reading books, and I'm dads. so excited for this week's episode. Yeah, man. we learned... Well, this is a show about us learning how to do a podcast about books as we do it. And what we uh-huh. learned last week is that uh, if you're going to do like an actual kids book, like an, a full on like 20 mm. page kids book, it doesn't really make sense to just do one book because you just sort of you just sort of think about those 20 pages for 30 minutes. And it feels <laughs> it feels like you're really investing a lot into just this mm-hmm. sort of little thing. So this week we still wanted to do more kids books. Uh, but we wanted to attack the bibliography, the the works of John Classen. Uh, John Classen is primarily a an artist who has done a number of children's books. And what we did is we took all of John Classen's own books, just the ones that are his name and his name alone, and it's clearly his art style, and he's the one mm-hmm. writing them. And uh, he collaborated many, many times with an author named Mac Barnett. Mm-hmm. And so... We took all of those books, and today's episode is about, like, all, what, eight, nine? I don't even remember. We, we read a bunch of their books together to get, like, right. a vibe for this author. And, God, it was really fun. Not just because uh, John Classen is crazy fun and cool art, but I've never, like, looked at a children's author's sort of collected works like that. I've never investigated like that. Yeah, it's like a deadpan for children. Yeah. Like John Classen's <laughs> whole thing is like putting his thing down, flipping it, and reversing it. Like that's his whole, that's like his whole vibe. Yeah. Um, and what I really like about his books is like the comedic timing in the books is is very straightforward. It ditches metaphor sure. in a lot of in a lot of ways. It is like this isn't a metaphor. Yeah, yeah. This, this is, is about happening. exactly it. Yeah. <laughs> like this is exactly about what is is going on. So, um. But yeah, um, and we're gonna do a little mini ranking at the end of this episode because sure. I wanna because I wanna rank these books. But yeah, we read one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine of these books. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I gotta say, uh, top to bottom, I think that the vibe of these books kind of introduces children to how how to tell a, just a basic story, but sure. also kind of kind of tell them how to to create a little twist. It doesn't have yeah. to be doesn't it's have good to be what twists. you expect it to be about. It's good yeah. at comedic timing. Mm-hmm. I would say, so I I tried my best to read these in like release order. I wanted to get like a vibe for kind of how Classen developed over time. And mm-hmm. you can see his earliest, and I, I don't know enough about like, the, you know, this, this is in lieu of a lot more research that could be done about this guy. He was probably doing illustrations for stuff even before he started doing his own. But basically he came out and started doing uh, I'm calling it the hat trick. There's a trilogy of the books hat about hats. This is not my hat. Uh, uh, I want my hat back. And one more with the turtles. We, what fa- is it? we, we found, found a, hat. a hat. So there's those three hat books. And 
within even just those three books, I feel like better. they get progressively better. You see that yeah. at the very least with the very first book John's doing by himself, it's sort of just like, oh, okay, yeah, that was, that was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Like that was kind of a funny idea. It was really like irreverent and just like, uh, he, he likes to have animals gobble up other animals. Just like <laughs> Essentially, with they no, all end in death. Yeah, they all just end incredible. in death or, or, or death in the middle sometimes or whatever. But it's just three books that are just like, you stole my hat. Give me my hat back. Or who stole yeah. my hat? Or I'm trying to find my hat. Or look, we found this hat together. And, and or I am the I am the hat thief. Yeah, I'm I'm the hat <laughs> thief. Uh, and they're all uh, just you know quick little jokes. But you you get this sense of like he's trying to be really really dry. And and they're fine. Mm-hmm. I would say the hat ones are fine. The the best one for me was the one with the bear uh, because it has the best. Really? it has the best single screen. Like oh, yeah. comic punchline because it's a bear walking around he's trying to find his hat everyone he goes up to is like no i haven't seen your hat and he's like oh okay thanks thanks anyways i'm gonna keep looking and he comes up to a, a rabbit or something a squirrel i don't remember uh but it has like a red hat on and you're like well that that guy's wearing a hat but he asks him and the rabbit is like super defensive he's like no i haven't seen yeah, a hat I don't, I don't know anything about a hat i've never seen a hat in my entire life what's a hat what could even be a hat i don't even know man i don't know and the bear is just like oh that's fine okay thanks i'm just gonna keep looking for it cool. and he goes like it it like you know repeats rule of thirds like keeps going and then you just turn one page and it's like all red and the the bear's eyes have narrowed and he's like wait a minute and you have this like delayed reaction of like yep. i remember where my hat is i just saw it i literally saw and it. that's very much the sort of like tone of yeah. a lot of the jokes especially in the hat ones where it's like there's really not like a a a, a lesson to be told although well, the, the turtle one there is the, tur- the turtle one i was going to say my yeah. favorite is we found a hat because it's two turtles they find one hat and they both try the hat on Yep. And they're both like, yo, you look great. You in look that so hat. good. In and that they're hat. like, but wait, but you can't. But one of the turtles, there's there's two turtles. There's left turtle and right turtle. And they <laughs> always stay on the left and right so uh-huh, that you can uh-huh. differentiate the turtles. Because it's important because you need to you need to know that the right turtle, uh, who is always right in this situation, um, <laughs> is is the logical one, is saying, Okay, well, we can't if if neither of us can have, you know, ha- if ne- if we can't both have hats, yeah, then neither of us should. It's not have fair, right? That's right. It's not fair. We both look good in the hat, but unfortunately, we'll have to leave the hat behind. And Left Turtle wants this hat <laughs> badly. Wants this hat, and so Right Turtle and Left Turtle like watch the sunset, and Left Turtle's just like, man, I really want. Like, essentially, is longing after this hat, mm-hmm. and then they're about to fall asleep, and Right Turtle is like falling asleep, and Left Turtle's like sneaking down the rock. And is about to go get the hat. Is right next to the hat, and and the right turtle says, "Yeah, I'm dreaming. I'm dreaming about us both having hats." <laughs> and and you're like, "Oh, they're but he's and and left turtle's like, "Oh, you are." And he's like, "Yeah, we both have hats in this dream." Yeah. And so left turtle looks down at the hat, and then he looks over at his buddy, the right turtle. Decides it would be wrong to wear the hat and uh-huh. goes and and has a shared dream where they just float through the universe with two hats. <laughs> and I think. That that is incredible. Yeah. So well, that's and, my and that's my favorite. What you're getting at is part of this this thing because the first one is the most just like haha fish steals a hat yeah. big fish comes kills the kills the fish. No, no, first one is is bear. Is the bear the first one that was published? Bear's the first one. 2011. Oh yeah, yeah. And then the fish one is 2012. So those were really close to each one, other. But mm-hmm. by 2016, he's learning how to be irreverent but sort of also have this wonderful little charm and heart to it. And then enter uh, sort of our, our adventures with Mac Barnett, 
mm-hmm. for a number of years he starts doing stuff with Mac Barnett. It's sort of in, in, in between some of these, but uh, there's two stories that we read. One is uh, Sam and Dave dig a hole. And mm-hmm. uh, to talk about this one real quickly, it's Sam and Dave and they're digging a hole. Digging and they're, a trying hole. To, they're trying to find something amazing, something special. Really want to point one thing out before you continue. I really like the first couple of pages of this yeah. book where it, it it plays with negative space. Right. It is literally the, the line is oh at the gosh. bottom on the right hand side and the that and is what? Sam and Dave are on the left hand side and yep. it is a ton of negative space above them yes. and then that negative space gets used as they're digging the hole. That is what I was going to say in general about John Classen's art is his use of negative space and wide open it's spaces incredible. is what he uses to tell these really hilarious jokes that Absolutely. I mean again we're talking about children's books I don't know if kids will will understand this but I'm going to talk about that more as we get through these because the idea with Sam and Dave dig a hole is I think this is the first truly interactive of the books because the whole idea is Sam and Dave are looking for something amazing and what they keep doing is they're digging and digging and digging in a direction and they're like no we haven't found anything let's change direction and then the page reveals that like three inches below them is a massive diamond and so they turn right and the diamonds keep getting bigger and the diamonds keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger and so with your kid you're supposed to like they're supposed to start freaking out like no 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 there's the diamond and so that interactive quality becomes a part of John Classen's use of negative space and use of yeah. art and everything. And I think all of the stories start engaging with that even more. Just to like provide a quick timeline too, is I want my hat back. This is not my hat. And then Sam and Dave dig a hole. Yeah. And then we found a hat. So kind of, if you look at them in that order again, it's just a progressively better yeah. <laughs> right. way of telling stories. I mean, yes. every single time. So yeah. Anyways, uh, continue. The other like s- proper sort of storybook version of all this that we read is The Wolf, The Duck, and The Mouse. And, and this is, this is very, only- very recent. So I'm jumping ahead a bit, but this one is like actually a straight up storybook. And it's it's wonderful, but uh, I, it is less in line with sort of... It's the most out of place. Yeah, yeah. The most out of place uh, because it's just about a, a mouse... That gets mm-hmm. eaten by a wolf, and then inside the wolf is a, is is a, a duck. duck that's just hanging out. And he's like, "Dude, I've been camped up. I got eaten a long time ago." And, then, and it, I'm hanging out. Like this is, this, this is this is chill great. for me. It's my and home. It's a hilarious book. Uh, I I think it might even be one of the ones I laughed the most at, just because the the premise is like the, the duck is, is like silly. I used to spend my whole life afraid of getting eaten by a wolf, but now that I'm inside the wolf. I don't have to worry about getting eaten by wolves. I don't have to worry about anything, man. It's just like great in here. And then they start like tricking the wolf into like getting them fine dining. They have like a wonderful candlelit dinner mm-hmm. and like, They're like you should. Oh, I know the perfect remedy for what you're feeling. You yeah, should get yeah. a candle and a <laughs> tablecloth. <laughs> uh, I like when they dance and they're definitely dancing to some like Radiohead right. or Slater <laughs> Kenny, right? Like that's totally their vibe. It's right. like they're like, like the way that he can draw the fact that they're like totally listening to some like chill, yeah. like rock music. Yeah. Um, but so this one is the most storybooky. I like it, but to, to back up before this one came out is then the other trilogy that John Classen did yeah. with Mac Barnett, which is the three shapes, triangle, circle, and square. And <laughs> these are all books about these three shapes and just like little things that they do. And each one is like more about its own thing than I expected. I really expect them to be like about kind of the same things, but they're really just like using these three little characters to tell three fairly different stories. However, there is, there are like, there's an arc. <laughs> Things happen there, over the course of the three books. Yeah, absolutely. I, I will say real quick, these are probably the most 
children-y of Oh, the for books. sure. I actually these read are, these with my daughter and she was yeah. engaging with it. Like she was getting yeah. into them. There's one where they go into a dark and scary cave and all you can mm-hmm. see are their eyes. And Molly was losing. She was just like, eyes, 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 eyes. And like having a lot of fun with it. But the best part is one of the books in release order what you discover is i think one of the books is a prequel to the other books because in one of the books you discover that triangle is very afraid of the dark and yeah. then later they release the very a book. first one yeah the very first one is is about triangle getting trapped in his house by square because he was trying to play yeah. a trick on square and and yeah. whatever there's there's humor to all of these but triangle learns that he's afraid of the dark and then in i think it's circles Circle story the last, book. the last one they get trapped in this cave but right before they go in the cave, Triangle's like, I'm not as afraid of the dark. And you as a person who's just read all these back to back go, what do, wait, what? That feels inconsistent. <laughs> and then they get out of the cave and then Triangle's like, now I'm afraid of the dark. And you're like, this was a prequel the whole time. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, it's really brilliantly set up because like you said, yeah, it, uh, Triangle. I, I. But what's funny is we're omitting the fact that Square is the best book oh, man. of the so three. Much, so so like Triangle is like a prequel to Circle and, and Square probably. But Square is the best book because it is uh, entirely charming. Square is the best character in all three books. Yeah. Uh, um, square has a great square is a square right and square's whole yeah. thing is he's uh he's stacking square rocks at the top of this mountain yep. and i think square out of literally all of the books might be one maybe my favorite except we're gonna we haven't gotten to the actual best one yet we're about to talk about like yeah. the best 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 one but square stacks uh blocks at the top to of a, a mountain power ranking yeah yeah well we, we definitely characters. will but uh oh the characters <laughs> sure um but the best thing about the square one is then whoever it is circle comes along and is like wow you're what do you do you're a sculptor you're doing amazing art cool why don't you make why don't you sculpt me make a circle <laughs> make make a sculpture that looks like me and then he just leaves he's like i'll see you tomorrow with my amazing sculpture and square's like I don't know how oh to God. do that. I don't know how to do any of this. And he tries and he tries, tries and he tries and he destroys everything and he fails. He cannot do it. And then he just stays up all night trying and trying and failing and crying and it's raining and he's miserable and he just can't <laughs> do the art that his friend wanted him to make because he doesn't even know how he never signed up for this. And then when Circle comes back the next day, he takes a look at the newly formed puddle from the rainstorm and sees a reflection mm-hmm. of himself and says, you did it, Square. What a beautiful sculpture of me. You're such a good artist and square's last line is just like i don't know if i is i don't know what i did (laughs) every one of these books ends with a question like yeah Yeah. but was it yeah (laughs) all three of them in that way like like uh square's like i don't know was that art like and i think that that kind of speaks to how uh you know we used to have conversations in college this is a quick tangent but um we used to have conversations in college about what is art sure. and like how to evaluate <laughs> if things. Yeah, right. It's a lot of that, right? But a lot of it really comes down to you know it, the eye of the beholder kind sure. of thing. Like you know, it things can be art um, to some people without right. them being art to others, right? And so that's kind of what this book is about. And I think it has the best lesson. Yes, probably out of all of the books right <laughs> definitely it, yeah because a lot it, of them don't, don't even try to have too much of a message and then this right. one like this one encourages creativity deep. yeah in spite of itself like, right is kind of what right it does. don't worry about the end destination just like right. have fun doing the thing you wanted to do or whatever um so yeah I, I like those three a lot and by the end of the three i just feel like that's where you're starting to see more proper messages 
come into the storytelling. Yeah. So before at the beginning of them, again, John Klassen is just like, haha, here's a stupid joke, which is essentially where we were at with Cowboy and Octopus, right? There's there's barely any there's you learn a little bit about friendship, but mostly here's a bunch of dumb jokes. And John Klassen feels very much like that at the beginning. And over this career, we see him develop these skills more and more. And then we get to The Rock from the Sky, which uh, came out 2021, last year. And The Rock from the Sky is a perfect children's book. Uh, yes. I love it so Agreed. Thank dearly. You. I am going to buy this book <laughs> so that I have it on my shelf. It is wonderful. Awesome. Uh, it's got hilarious. It's like a, it's, it's. Imagine if Cowboy and Octopus, where it's like a bunch of segmented little things, you know, it's mm -hmm. like little micro stories, but like perfected, but perfected and to, <laughs> to tell a broader story over the yeah. course of the book, too. You know, it's a book. It's a children's book split up into parts. And the idea is just that uh, in the beginning, this turtle and this I don't even know what he is, an armadillo or something. Uh, uh, yeah. No, it's a I think it's a badger. Is it a badger? They are admiring uh, a flower and then turtle has this other flower over there and he want he, he likes his flower more and they're both arguing about like whose flower they should look at or whatever and the best joke that gets repeated uh I, I think twice in the book is when turtle's really far away he's not loud enough for the person on the other <laughs> side this is that use of negative space where like like the yes. entire two-page fold is them on complete opposite sides of the book and and one person is like I want to come over here. And the other person is just going, I can't hear you. What are you yeah. saying? I don't know what's happening. And he just, I don't know. They are fun to read is what we get at by the time we get to The Rock from the Sky. A lot of them are just like fun to read in general. But The Rock from the Sky is literally fun to read out loud. I, I was reading it out loud to my wife, like just letting her like it's get reciting the jokes in the same way I, I laugh and giggle at, at, you know, Terry Pratchett and Douglas Adams stuff. It's like, oh, my God, you have to hear yeah. how clever this little this little joke is but you know the the art takes part in it as well there's this hilarious bit where like for whatever reason like a an alien mothership is like <laughs> ravaging the forest or something i don't know yeah this one gets really it's like crazy it's just, yeah and and it's not like we're trying to like explain everything that happens in it but this one is like much longer it's i don't know like oh, yeah. 30 or 40 pages long and, and like a lot going on but it's yeah. just so fun from start to finish the entire time I, I would read this book every night to my kid if she let me <laughs> yeah i think that this book um clearly obviously illustration wise um and story wise it just captures the entire vibe that john classen goes for john classen um overall just kind of reminds me of i i don't want to call it deadpan but just like folks that that you you know that don't need metaphor to tell like a great story right. i mean that's what i'm saying like this there is there is no metaphor in this there's sure. no there's no pretense there's <laughs> nothing that you need to know uh, uh -huh. or you need to be like that's what makes them good tr children's books though is because children have trouble with understanding metaphor right sure. like as adults we use a lot of metaphor to kind of get around speaking in front of our children and mm -hmm. things like that right mm -hmm. like we use those sorts of like turns of phrases because we know what they mean and we can and we can make pointed phrases at each other because we get it sure and our kids right. don't right but that's what's so great about these books is they're still very 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 funny for right. adults right and they don't need to like and a kid can get it too because it's because it's not trying to be over their head yeah this it's is telling a, kid's a very simple story mm -hmm. with humor that will make you the parent laugh and we talked we've talked about this a, a number of times at this point but like that's my favorite kind of stuff is where it's like 
it's not telling contagious kid jokes. Laughter. It's to it's it's wanting you to do contagious laughter with your kid. It wants you to laugh yeah. at something genuinely hilarious, and the kid doesn't care. The kid's engaging with the story, hears yeah. you laugh, and is like, ha. I mean, that's all I do with my daughter is like just pretend to laugh at something and she's like ah, silly doggy and like that's it we're not laughing at anything nothing nothing funny even happened we're just pretending to laugh and yeah. that puts a smile on our face and and yeah. that's what these books do is just like an excuse to laugh at something and it's like animals that are perfect little draw i mean she, i was reading a couple of these with molly and she you know she loves the turtles she likes to point at the, the stuff on the page she's still so young but like this one was we actually like we're getting through the whole book with a bunch of these whereas normally you know she gets so distracted yeah. so quickly at this age yeah, I mean. but it's like this one she liked that i was engaging with i wasn't just reading to her i was reading it and she got to like read it with me basically right That's i awesome. was i was so engaged that she was like cool we're reading a book together and i don't know it was it was very fun well, you all should check these out. I mean, not if you have children, small children, I would say really anywhere from the age of like three to 10. I think sure. that up to 10 year olds would probably enjoy. You, um, you as an adult should read The Rock from the Sky. I, it, it, yeah. To me, it is the <laughs> yeah, same. Like I get as much enjoyment out of it as I get out of reading like a Calvin and Hobbes yeah. compilation oh, or yeah. whatever. Like I'll sit down with Calvin and Hobbes still today as an adult and like really enjoy myself. And The Rock from the Sky is like the same f feeling That's I great. get of sort of contemplative but also hilarious and just like i don't know it's quick and it's it's great i'm absolutely going out and buying it um so okay you you said you want to rank yeah. it. we got to talk through all of these then and, and and give our 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 pecking order of what what people should try and get first or whatever it's got to be rock i mean rock from the sky we can't that's talk it up easily enough. the top one yeah, yeah 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 so number one rock from the sky we'll we'll just go from top down because I'd hate to put something really in last place, but might look into last place. Like Th this is not my hat for me as an easy last place. It's fine. You but think it's, so? It's, the fish one. To, the fish one is like nothing to me. It's, I really, I will say because we didn't talk a lot about the fish one because it was the probably yeah, like you said, probably the least interesting in yeah. terms of talking about it. But I, what I really like about that one is you kind of start to see um, how John's going to use suspense. Yeah, um, sure. And and subvert suspense in a lot of ways. Like uh, this book is about this fish that thinks it's getting away with stealing a hat. Right. But the whole time you just see you know that his a big pursuant, fish is right on his right, tail. His pursuant is just always like, yeah, thanks. Like like the the little fish is like, haha, I have this hat, and this crab knows I have this hat. Yeah. And this crab's not gonna tell anybody. And then like the next page, the crab's like, yeah, he went that way. <laughs> it's like it is actually really funny now yeah. that I think back on it. And yeah. uh, it should get some some uh, some, some props. They're but, all yeah. good. None of them are bad books. No, yeah, it's not I, a bad book. I um, do. Think I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that one is last though. Yeah. So we'll we'll start. Let's go bottom up now. From here. sure, sure. I I would put uh, Sam and Dave dig a hole, or I want my hat back. Coming up next, Sam and Dave yeah. dig a hole has a thing, a quality to it, and I actually wanted to get your vibe. Sam and Dave dig a hole ends crazy. Uh, it yeah. ends like super wild and very abstract very and, like, where the sidewalk ends kind of sure like even, even a step past like that a, where it's like i don't know if i were reading that with a four-year-old if i would be able to explain what happened like right. if, if if you were reading it with your kid and she's like what was that about i would kind of be like i 
I don't know. Let's go read something else. I'm cool with putting Sam and Dave dig a hole here in this spot. So this is the eighth spot. Uh-huh. And it's only for that reason because it does end. So it basically cool. ends. Spoiler alert. It's cool. But it ends with them dropping through the top of the book, essentially. Yeah. They they have dug their way All the through way the earth, essentially. Sorry, they fall asleep in the hole yeah. is what happens. And then the dog digs them through the earth and they fall off the top of the page back down in front of the house where they started. Right. And like to try this is and this is what I'm talking about because no other none of the other books really use metaphor. This book does. This, this, <laughs> this book, book is just something is the I don't only even know one if it's a metaphor. It's just like right. it's just well, it uses really some sort of right. symbol. It's 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 cool and it's beautiful, but it there was also like I don't know what to do. Incoherent. With that. So, <laughs> sure. I would say, I'm sure people more poetic than you or I would be right. like, no, man, Sam and Dave dig a hole is top. It's, it's the, the best. best right. One, right. Yeah. But and, I think, and you know what? You would be right. This, you're right. That's what's crazy about Sam and Dave, Dave dig a hole. It is both the best book and yeah. possibly one of the worst books on this list. Right. It is. Right. It is an enigma. So it's the most enigmatic. Yeah. I would so definitely it, go that at eight. And then seventh, I would say I want my hat back. Yeah. I, see, I want my hat back is like my favorite, maybe like singular joke in all of them like just like one page to mm-hmm. that like that shot of him where it's all red is great but the rest of the book is like i don't know okay we did it you know it feels a lot like cowboy and octopus kind of yeah. style just like here's a joke anyways gotta go bye everybody <laughs> like bye. it just gets yeah. out of dodge uh i think next up for me is maybe uh like circle and triangle like both of those yeah next both to each of those other. have to be together and i would say circle is better than triangle sure i'm for down me so um, only because triangle's good but triangle is good because of circle oh yeah, yeah like yeah. i true. didn't think triangle was all that good and then i read circle and i was like triangle's brilliant. better but <laughs> but triangle on its own i was like ah, i like i had sure. the feeling i was like okay this is kind of a, a weak start i thought yeah. but then once you read circle you the have triangle time, so. six circle five yeah, this is where I, now I, we're the in the middle three these yeah, three yeah. are probably the hardest to sort out yes because you, are you thinking the, square wolf and the duck and we found a hat is are you t- saying top to bottom? Or no, I'm just saying those three are where we're at trying to figure yeah, those out what are the, to do with those them. Those are the three. Like Those are really, really close together for yeah, me. I think Cause... so. I think that probably... Here, here, Here's what I would say. Top down, I would do square, we found a hat, and then the wolf, the duck, and the mouse. But it's like wickedly close between the three. I would only flip, we found a hat and square. Yeah, That'd be my but we only found a hat flip. at the so, top. That's fine with yeah. me. I almost. I said mean, that those too. are. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. I that and the only reason is is because we found a hat. That I, I think it it's really has beautiful the, at the end. Actually, it really is beautiful, and it is like kind of the thing that I think that they were going for in Sam and Dave yes! dig a hole. Exactly, and it's executed way better. Right. So it's like it's almost like giving props to Sam and Dave dig a hole yep. if we put it there. So right. give us our list. Go for yes. it. Top so number one is of course the rock from the sky. Number mm-hmm. two is we found a hat. Number three yep. is square. Number yep. four is the wolf, the duck and the mouse. Uh, mm-hmm. Number five is circle. Number six is a triangle. Number mm-hmm. seven is I want my hat back. Number eight is Sam and Dave dig a hole. And then number nine, this is not my hat. If you want to go to your library and find a few of these, that's our recommended 
list reading order whatever you want um but honestly i checked like almost all of these out at once and just had them in my house for about a week and was just like grabbing them at random intervals to to check oh, them yeah. out whenever molly was in the mood to to read I have something to return them today so yeah you have my copies and so <laughs> you got to take them back so that i don't get in trouble with the library so yeah real real quick i want to hear your top three characters from all stories oh. Top Go three from it, all the stories. Are you ready with that? Yeah. Number one is Square with a bullet. Okay. It's easy. Square rules. In all three of those stories, Square rules. I love Square. I am Square. Uh, it, it hurts my whole uh, my, my, my whole being that uh, I am Square. Uh, number two is probably the turtle. The jokes. Which one? Left turtle or right turtle? Sorry. The rock from the sky turtle. Oh, rock from sky turtle, the which one, I think is left turtle. It might be. <laughs> <laughs> left turtle comes back because left turtle is very very yeah. curious and very territorial and, yeah <laughs> territorial it's true um, that, again the jokes in that one about the like i'm screaming at you from across the page are objectively yes. hilarious good um, and then uh number three is maybe the bear from i want my hat back all right my top three in order are the duck from the, oh, the yeah, duck shoot. and the mouse I didn't, I didn't the do duck is the duck is my friend the yeah. duck is played by jason schwartzman guaranteed <laughs> the duck is freaking great the duck is the best singular character in all of these books yeah um squares probably ah, no i'm gonna go with turtle second also yeah but i'm gonna go with left turtle from we found a hat because okay. left turtle from we found a hat has some of the funniest just like yeah. expressions like he's they're got so character growth too you know like he yeah changes. and he has like this really great arc and yeah he's like my inside lewin davis pick <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> just a really great character arc nothing else is oh really good character development <laughs> right. Wonderful. This, this this book's about nothing but yeah. it is about lewin davis <laughs> Um, and then third, I'm going to go with Square. Square's yeah. great. Uh, Square's, Square's the coolest character. In the so trilogy. Square across our two lists is number one, but I did forget about how good Duck is. The Duck man. is is so yeah. good um, and yeah. is probably the singular best comedic ca character. I would yeah. I, I would concede to the turtle. I, I didn't have the turtle on my list, the turtle from Rock in the Sky, but I did have left turtle. To give more credit to the wolf, the duck, and the mouse uh, is just that as an actual storybook if that's what you're actually after it is like a it's a funny inversion on a thing it actually tells a story like it is certainly the one where you could probably come back to it the most as a thing your kid yeah. would want to read as a storybook you know they want to hear that story again so you know we we it was like what our fourth or whatever but i do think yeah, yeah. Uh, for that quality it's it's a really hilarious uh, sort of like new fable, right? It's like a new Aesop's fable kind of thing, and and for that, I I think it's really brilliant. And and to be clear, our list of nine, those are nine good books. Yeah, just read all like nine of them, man. Yeah, like even though we rank them all, I'm gonna sure. put it right here. I'll just come out and say, the ninth best book is very good, and yeah. it's probably better than some of the books we've read right. anyway. Right. Like One of, some, all of these some books of my might favorite be, children's books for sure. All of these books might be better than Cowboy and Octopus. Like, <laughs> Right, which wasn't bad either, but but no, no, that's what I'm I, saying. I I certainly bounced off of it a bit more. Uh, yeah. But well, f fantastic! Everyone, go check out John Classen. It's beautiful art, if nothing else. He's oh, collaborated yeah. with a ton of other people over time too. There's a lot of stuff we haven't checked out here. There's there's a new one, the Three Billy Goats Gruff. We didn't get a hold of for for this episode. There's there's all sorts of stuff uh, to to check out, and I I will continue 
looking for John class and stuff. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll actually have to have a future. second class. In yeah, sure. Episode, sure. Probably just with all of his other stuff. Yeah. But uh, what do we read next week? Yeah, next week we want to we we promised everyone a sort of journey uh, through fantasy to yep. see how we feel about uh, children's fantasy, comparing it to Terry Pratchett and everything. And I think we've settled on just what I had accessible to me. I'm looking right here in my hand, my <laughs> wife's childhood copy of The Tale of Despero by Kate DiCamillo. Uh, DiCamillo, I have no idea, but. That is what our next one's going to be. We're going to we're going to spend some time in that fantasy world and uh, learn about mice. Uh, I don't know sword fighting and stuff. One of the many mice as knights kind of story or musketeer yeah. or whatever. I don't even know what Desperate is about. We got a couple of those it. coming. Yeah, we got a couple of those coming. But I'm excited for next week. Um, you know, Matt and I are reading another book for our book club that we do in person. But um, I'm excited to read Tale of Despero alongside. Yeah, hey, that, so. uh, I would not read Aurora by Kim Stanley Robinson with. <laughs> Don't my kid. read that with your kid. Yeah, that would be weird. That'd be a weird day. But uh, it'd be a good thing to read by yourself. It's really good, and you should read that. So uh, we could, yeah, let's uh, let's do that more often. Let's mention our uh, our real book club stuff. If you're an adult and want to read adult books, I don't know Aurora by Kim Stanley Robinson rules. Pretty actually. good, I think. Well, uh, we will see you next week with Tale Despero. We are in the future, and I don't know what it is.